0: Oh, that was a pretty
1: weak rah, to begin the new year. Oh, you know, <laughs> should we try again? S- samurai sword's a bit rusty after uh, a, a few uh, <laughs> few weeks off.
0: <laughs> I had it out this morning for a bit of a sword fight. They weren't rusty; they're were still sharp. Oh yeah! Welcome the old, back, the, the old dagger. <laughs> Welcome back to another year of Masashi R and D sessions. We're pumped to be back this year. We got um, a little bit of a different format this year. Not too different. Shorter episodes, and we'll be covering probably the the hottest topics in in nutrition and training so all the most sort of popular questions that we've received throughout the last couple of years we're going to cover those topics um in in sort of quick half hour podcasts um if you want to watch us youtube subscribe on there we need subscribers um and we and and Flick us an email to masashi at podcast.com. Thanks, Hal.
1: Yeah. And if you don't want to watch us and you just want to listen to our beautiful voices, yep. Spotify, um, iTunes, all of the good stuff. tunes. Who, who wouldn't want to look at you two? Well, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends how shiny my bald head is. <laughs> what did you two get up to over the break? I went to Byron. As
0: Byron, as, as, as you as do, as what? Hung out with your mate Hemsworth up there. Yeah, of
1: course. And Efron. Did you do a few workouts? No, not at no, all. I can't walk out in the flannel shirt up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the linen <laughs> shirt. <a> <laughs> yeah. You would have got kicked out of town for wearing shoes.
2: Yeah, probably. It was it busy was up there? Or patch. It, it patch. Still is apparently. Yeah. Yeah.
0: New new hotspot. Mm-hmm. It has been for a while, but it's getting out of control.
2: Do you guys do anything interesting?
1: Darren. Yeah, I we went cross country Melbourne to Perth and then. Uh, yeah. Darren's got a big announcement. Well, <laughs> uh, yes. I, I moved in. Moved in with a girlfriend. Oh yeah. wow. So Things
0: are getting real. Time to news. stop working up, boys. You're so, <laughs> gonna start looking deflated Your Training here. is over and uh sorry ladies, off the market. <laughs> or sorry, men, whatever we're whatever
1: just, we just lost half our viewership. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the topic for today. What well, well, you, Ross? What have you been up to up uh, in the central coast?
0: Uh, you know, just uh, training, broke my neck, stuff like that. Just broke your neck? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah.
1: A little bit more to that story you want to tell? But there is, there is. Two, two there days is.
0: later. Oh, my neck and, and lower back been stuffed for a while. So I've got this inversion table at home. It's basically this thing where you hook your feet in and you're hanging upside down. And it's meant to sort of open up your uh, spine and alleviate pressure. Does it make you on, taller? makes you taller. I, I, I was actually cracked the six foot mark over the holidays. But <laughs> then... One day I hopped in, um, the feet popped out, and it spiked me on my head. And so I lost, I'm back to 5'10". Ah. So I was catching your howl.
2: Almost. Yeah. Six foot so much. So uh, that was
0: my holiday, basically. Yeah.
1: yeah. I heard you couldn't even turn your neck left. You had to turn right, through like 270 degrees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Derek Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn left. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: so today's topic.
0: Today's topic is... This, I reckon everyone has asked this question at some point, can I train in a fasted state or is it okay to train on an empty stomach?
1: Yeah, I guess the real question is what's better, eating or not eating before training?
0: Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of variables that come into play. Definitely. Um, Probably one of the the people that don't eat are are generally the ones that train first thing in the morning because if Mm. you're training in the afternoon, generally you've eaten something throughout the day
1: unless you're doing something like intermittent fasting, but True. let's not go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. We already have.
0: <laughs> so the two most popular times to train are first thing in the morning or, or straight after work. Mm-hmm. So it, both times can actually be, by the time you get to the gym in the afternoon, you, you could come in on an empty stomach or with nothing on your stomach. You might not have, you might've only eaten at lunchtime. Hmm. So yeah, there's a, there are a few variables at play and everyone has their personal preferences.
1: Um, yeah. And I guess, you know, it, it, like, uh, you know, the theme of a lot of our podcasts is it comes back to what is your goal? Mm. If, you're, if you're training for fat loss, you know, there's the, the old bro science that if you train fasted, your glycogen's depleted. So, you know, you, you're not going to use carbs as an energy source. You're going to use your stored fat as an energy source. Yep. You know, that's why a lot of people like fasted cardio. This bro science might not necessarily be true. <laughs> but then, you know, the other question is if I want to perform better in the gym, um, do I eat before? Because... If you're like me and you eat something significant before the gym, you'll just throw it all up. Well the biggest argument and I guess a lot
0: of our listeners are probably weight trainers, so they're asking in regards to that is um there's that uh, y- you hear it a lot. If I if I haven't had something to eat or I'm training on an empty stomach, you know, I'm gonna just be real catabolic and I'm just gonna break down muscle tissue and lose all my gains. I think science has proved that is not the case. Yeah,
1: so you know, if 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 you train in a fasted set, you're actually gonna have um, more of these anabolic hormones and things released. And after training, you're going to be in a more insulin-sensitive state. So actually, there are some benefits to training fasted.
0: Yeah, so we, we'll look at that. So first, we need to look at the variables, like the type of exercise that you're doing. So it's either cardio or weights. Um, so that can, that can impact your decision. The intensity of the exercise, if you're going for a, a morning walk, do you need to eat before that? Probably not. But if you're doing a, a one rep max squat, maybe you should have something to eat. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, and then probably the duration of the exercise is probably the most important variable. I think um, yeah. if, if you're out for a two to three hour bike ride, then having something to eat beforehand might be a good idea. But if you're doing a 40, 45 minute weight session, um, might, you might, might not be essential. Yeah. Um, so it, like it's, like we said earlier, it does come down to per- personal preference. I definitely have a preference. My preference is to train on an empty or empty earth stomach. Um,
1: yeah, my preference is pretty similar. I mean, I like to be fueled, but I don't like to have food in my stomach when I'm at the gym. So usually, you know, try to not eat much one and a half hours to two hours before the gym.
0: Yeah, and look, if you are one of those people that do like to eat or, or have some meals prior to training... Me. How? So you're, you're a fan of eating prior
2: to the gym. I put away a relatively large meal an hour before and working out. Does, yeah. does it matter what you eat? Not really. No. I only ever eat the same things. And yeah. it
0: doesn't... So the, probably the biggest argument that I find is um, if you're eating a big meal before you go into train, like an hour before, depending on what you eat, you probably haven't, haven't given your body enough time to digest that food. And if you're training at, at a fairly high intensity... Your digestive system sort of slows down mm. to a point where you're not actually digesting that food, just sitting on your stomach. And mm. I've trained with guys like this and they're just, they're either burping throughout the whole workout or they're feeling like they're going to vomit because they've still got um, food sitting on their stomach. So it is a timing thing as well. You do like to eat prior to a workout, but you give it a fair bit of time, yeah?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I like to have a pretty substantial lunch of carbs and, and protein and then, you know, I try to have like a protein shake or, or something, something a little bit of um, substance, but, you know, not too intense about two hours before training.
0: About two hours. I reckon, and, and I reckon that's the sweet spot.
1: Yeah. The main reason is, I guess, I feel quite hungry if I don't do that. You know, mm. you don't want to be hungry at the gym or at training because then, you know, you're just going to be thinking about eating the whole time.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's a good point. And, and your sessions tend to last a little bit longer.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, you know, um, and if, if I'm doing something like squats or deadlifts it, and you're not fueled it's quite hard, you know, to perform to the level that you want to perform at. Mm. Yeah. Do you you think that's different if you're doing, let's
2: stick to muscle building exercises. Do you think it's different if you're doing upper body compared to lower body?
0: Well, I think it's different if you're doing larger muscle groups compared to smaller muscle groups. Mm -hmm. So upper body, back and leg day are are two days that that I would recommend people are fueled for, especially Mm. if you're doing sort of a lot of sets and reps and the duration of the workout might be longer because there's more exercises. Mm. But if you're training like shoulders or arms or something like that, I don't think it's super necessary to, to be loaded up on mm-hmm. on carbs or, or or a meal before you train.
1: Yeah. And I guess, you know, a lot of people do train in the morning mm. and there's a there's that balance of, you know, do I eat something after waking up and then go to the gym because it might feel make me feel like blah or would I like what? Like blah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel more like meh, but okay, you feel yeah, blah. Yeah. Uh. Um You know, individual
1: differences. (laughs) Well, that's
0: is—that's probably the people asking this question the most. It's people that train in the morning, right? And to get up, have a meal, and then wait two hours is almost impossible because you want to get up, train, shower, and get to work, right? Mm. So those people are either having a very light snack before and then getting pretty much straight into their training or they're not eating at all. And And if you are an early riser, and you don't have time to eat a meal and then wait an hour and a half, two hours, I would recommend training on an empty stomach. Mm.
1: Em- empty-ish, you know? Empty-ish. But yeah, some people, you hear these stories of people waking up at 4 a.m., having a meal, going back to sleep, and then waking up at like 6 to go to really? the gym. Really? That's crazy. You know, That's uh, I would say sleep is more productive, more more beneficial than... Yeah. than doing that
0: yeah and we've mentioned on previous episodes i mean it's if you you miss the meal before you train like if you're still getting the same caloric intake throughout the day and throughout the week Mm. um i don't think there's going to be much of a difference whether you eat or not before a training session
2: when i exercise in the morning i find the most annoying thing is i as soon as i wake up i'm not hungry i'm only hungry as soon as i get to the gym and by that point it's too late
0: yeah look um yeah, that, that time of the morning, it is, it is actually really tough to, to eat something anyway. Um, look, I would always recommend if you can't eat and you don't want to eat, that's fine. Um, myself, personally, I'm not trying to plug our products here, but I, I'll have a pre-workout mm-hmm. or some amino acids and electrolytes um, just to make so, sure I've got some, some good um, minerals in there, mm-hmm. um, some amino acids, um, nothing that's going to sit on my stomach or needs to be digested.
1: Uh, yeah, amino acids are, are a good point. You know, uh, a lot of people are scared about training fasted because um, of the catabolic effect, right? You're gonna um, you're gonna break down muscle uh, and things when you when you're training. You know, if if the exercise session goes for a longer period
0: of time, I think for most people between forty five minutes and an hour, you're not going to become exactly and, and and being catabolic not. A bad thing. Yeah, so I mean all,
1: all catabolic means is you know you're gonna have a higher cortisol um, level and it's gonna be breaking down things to produce more energy because you know you don't have the food that's giving you the energy so you have to break down, uh, you know, your own body to um, to provide some some energy. But you know you can offset this by having something like um, you know the amino acid leucine which is in a lot of you know BCAA amin- uh, intra-workout formulas. Mm. Um, or, you know, if you have enough protein throughout the day or have a, you know, sufficient post-workout protein meal, um, you know, this catabolic muscle breakdown, um, concern of, of training faster, is not really a concern at all.
0: Yeah. And I mean, catabolic, everyone goes on about, oh, I don't want to be catabolic. Mm-hmm. That actually helps to start the adaptation process yeah. for, of recovery, right?
1: Yeah. It's a balance of an- anabolic and catabolic, you know, muscle growth, putting things together, that's anabolic, breaking things apart, that's catabolic. We
0: talked a little bit before around insulin. So, if you go into a workout semi-fasted or fasted, to, tell us about how um, insulin can have an impact in that post-workout meal. yes yeah, like so st-
1: in, in the fasted state, you're going to be more sensitive, uh, more insulin sensitive. So, you know, things like post-workout carbs, post-workout protein shakes. Um, what insulin does is shuttle nutrients into your cells a bit. Um, you know, um, so if you're insulin sensitive, it's going to do this more. Um, you know, to a great extent. Then, um, you know, if you're a bit more insulin resistant, right. So your ability
0: to, like, if you go in in a fasted state, train, and then have a post-workout shake with some carbs or some post-workout meal, whatever it is, your your nutrient uptake is going to be amplified. Yeah, more so I than if you have eaten before a workout and then again post-workout.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, I guess it would be um, fair to say that. Yep, um, and I. I think another concern is, you know, um, when you're training um, in a fed state, uh, you know, you're going to have all these amino acids already supplied to um, to your body. You know, we talk about amino acid availability, right? It's like having enough protein, having enough amino acids in your bloodstream to ensure that you're not breaking down too much muscle. So, um, you know, if you're in a fed state, carbs are, you know, protein sparing. It's going to spare your muscles from being bro- broken down, or protein itself is going to, you know, um, shift the balance in favor of, of um, you know anabolism
0: mm-hmm. so that's a lot of that's from a performance perspective what about from a fat loss perspective i yeah. know that's always like the old school sort of bro science go and do your cardio fasted or like so you're, you're instantly burning fat rather than breaking down muscle glycogen
1: yeah i guess you know the theory is you know if you if you train fasted you're in a glycogen depleted state so you're not gonna you know use the the glycogen which is stored carbs in your body um, as energy, you're going to use your fat instead, you know, because after you get through this glycogen, fat is kind of like your backup energy source, right? But it doesn't exactly work like that. That's, you know, that is the neuroscience uh, coming into effect. Um, you know, when you sleep, it's not a very glycogen depleting activity. You know, you've got glycogen in your liver, glycogen in your muscles. Um, by the time you wake up, your glycogen in your muscles not really depleted you know um so, you're so still as long as
0: you're getting a good meal sort
1: of the the night before for dinner exactly you're still
0: going to have stored muscle glycogen
1: exactly so you're not going to be in this glycogen depleted state anyway mm-hmm. but having said that you know there are some fat loss benefits to training in a fasted um state um one of the things is you know your intramyocellular fat cells so you have these little fat droplets inside your muscles inside your muscle cells that um um you know when you train in a faster state you actually Burn these, or uh, you know, reduce the volume of these um, intram- intramyocellular lipids to a much greater extent than if you're training in a fed state. And those lipids exist all the
0: time within your body. So if your body is utilizing those lipids for for energy while you're training in the morning, it then has to get those lipids from or the fat from somewhere else. So it's taking it, it might be utilizing your your own sort of body
1: fat be driven intracellularly to replace those lipids. Yeah. Um, uh, essentially i guess you know f- lipids or fat is uh you know just energy storage so if you have too many calories it's going to store it as mm-hmm. fat um where this fat gets stored depends on a lot of factors but you know in your muscles is one of the places hmm. um i guess another consideration you know is uh, um, what was that <laughs>
0: That was just me thinking out mm, loud. You didn't mm. see that, that
1: light bulb on top of his head? Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, it's a dim light bulb, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Energy saver. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, definitely a fasted light bulb. It's depleted.
1: <laughs> yeah. And um, I guess, you know, one of the other things, though, is although there's this theoretical mechanism of how fasted cardio does benefit you, they've actually compared it. Um, you know, they've um, compared people in a fasted state versus, you know, a fed state. And at the end of the day, uh, it doesn't make too much difference to your overall, you know, calorie balance, right? Because um, when you train in a fasted state, you're going to be a lot hungrier after a workout. So you're actually going to probably, you know, eat more than you would if you train in a, in a fed state. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, fat loss comes back to calories in, calories out always, you know, more than these, you know, little mechanisms um, about, you know, um, intra-mayor, cellular habits. Um, so, um, you know, if you, if you focus on calories, calori- calories in, calories out, there's going to be little difference to how training faster versus training fed actually makes a difference.
0: Yeah. What about hormones? I know we, we won't go too deep and scientific on hormones, but um, another thing that people raise is sort of you, you, you've you actually, in a fasted state, your growth hormone levels are actually at a, at a higher point. So from a fat loss perspective and a muscle building perspective, the higher growth hormone levels you've got, more muscle you're going to put on and the leaner you're going to be.
1: Yeah, so you're going to be in you know a better hormonal environment training in a fasted state But, um, you know, that's probably going to offset, you know, some of the catabolic concerns that a lot of people have. But, Mm -hmm. you know, training in a fed state, you're going to have carbs and protein, which will offset this anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at the end of the day...
0: Training in a fed state... So, if you're eating sort of a whole heap of carbohydrates prior to exercise, uh, will you have the same hormonal response from a growth hormone perspective? Like, will you have as much growth hormone?
1: Um, No. So, I guess, um, you know, what they have seen is people that train in a fasted state tend to have higher levels of some of these anabolic hormones mm. compared to, um, um, you know, training in a in a fed state.
0: That's why I look so young for my age. I've uh, training in a fasted state for many years. Yeah. Blimey. And I guess, I'm you know, g- <laughs> I'm the other consideration <laughs> is, <laughs> like you know, shit.
1: training intensity, right? Yes. Like we just said, it's quite hard to do intense things when you're fasted because, mm. you you know, you might feel a little bit flat, um, especially anaerobic activity. You know, uh, anything anything that's, you know, longer than like 10 seconds and, and lower than, you know, like two minutes. So that, that's typically a lot of workouts, right? Mm-hmm. So this anaerobic activity needs carbs to fuel it. Um, so, you know, although when you're fasted, something like, a, you know, a low-intensity walk or a jog might seem like, you know, pretty effective, um, but it's quite a long exercise, right? And when they compare, you know, ways to lose fat, you know, intensity, so doing something like high-intensity interval training or, you know, sprinting, well, sprinting actually is a different energy system, but um, you know, having been correctly fueled for this intensity, this intense exercise, uh, will allow you to you know do more work, mm. which will you know at the end of the day make you burn more calories. So you know, so find balance of do you want to be fueled enough to do the work to burn the calories, or do you want to you know maybe not do the same intensity of exercise and um, try and get some of these. Um, other benefits that fasting can. Yeah. I think
0: if you're doing an intense exercise like, like, um, hit cardio or a big leg session or something like that, definitely. I I would, I would encourage people to to go into that somewhat fueled or having, having a meal under their belt, obviously at least a couple of hours prior. So you've got time for digestion. Um, because yeah, you you get, you do notice it on those, on those big workouts, those intense workouts. If you're not fueled correctly, you'd, You might start strong. You start to sort of fade halfway through the workout. I find for myself, that's just anecdotal. Yeah, Mm.
2: and especially most people don't bring food to the gym as well, so it's not like you can just top up. Yeah, yeah.
0: But you definitely like if if you can't get a meal, don't stress. I think there's a lot of people, and I I still see people in the gym bringing in their chicken and rice, and they're sitting there on a bench eating, shoveling it into their mouth. Disgusting. I know. Just prior to like training, I'm like. You don't need to. Yeah. I mean, if you can't get a meal in prior to prior to your training, don't let. It's not the end of the world. You're not going to lose all your muscle. You're not going to be, become catabolic and get skinny.
2: Regardless, that's poor etiquette. They should be dragged down to
1: the street.
0: Who would want to eat in that sweaty? I know. Like,
1: well, well, I know. I know a guy that used to bring KFC into the gym. Really? Yeah. Who was it? Mark Hunt? No, there's a guy named Brian. He knows who he is.
0: <laughs> Brian. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting.
1: And then all. Everybody had to stop working out because everybody just, you know, smelt this KFC and we like seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> KFC will do that to you. Yeah. So
0: uh, is, I hear KFC is bringing out like a vegan chicken burger. Is it made of. It's not made out of chicken, obviously. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what it's made yeah, out of.
1: No, I've actually tasted some some really good plant based burgers. Uh,
0: That's one thing vegan and vegetarians are missing out on, though. Like, the Whoa. batter on the KFC chicken—they've never experienced that taste sensation. The hell? Yeah.
2: What? No, nah, it looks, sounds gross. What?
1: It is yeah. gross. You've never but had I've it? never had
2: KFC. What? I was vegetarian for eleven years.
1: Yeah, and the no, other. i Eleven years of your life? <laughs> um, I don't
2: know.
0: The, the other th- three years, you yeah. like? <laughs> 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 um, uh, we next episode, you're eating KFC. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: shouldn't, shouldn't have said anything. Oh my uh, god, you don't know about. Colonel Sanders eleven Herbs. <laughs> this is I the know, worst. I know what a, what a start of to it. the year with our
0: podcast. We're encouraging people to eat KFC and yeah. telling people how delicious it is. Yeah, there's
2: more growth hormone in that than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Well, to to sum it up, I know it's pretty <laughs> pretty quick po- pretty quick podcast. But to sum it up, I I would encourage people. To try both, see what works. Mm-hmm. Generally, people are on one side or the other. They, they they feel as though, yeah, I need a meal or I don't. Mm-hmm. If you are going to eat a meal, yeah, allow a couple of hours. In that meal, have sort of good protein, mm-hmm. carbs, veggies, if, if you want them. Mm. Um, if you aren't going to eat before you train i would recommend some electrolytes and amino acids whether Mm -hmm. that be from a pre-workout or uh, just an amino acid blend
2: regardless whether you eat before i'm sure you'll both agree what's more important is eating after the workout
0: recover yeah eating after the workout refueling recovering with a good protein carb Mm
1: -hmm. meal um yeah yeah that's yeah that's super important so yeah i guess you know i agree um you know maybe training fed skews a bit more performance or, so, you know, if you want to have, you know, a bit more of a performance edge, train, train fed. If you want to have a slightly, bit, slightly better, you know, fat loss edge, maybe train fasted. Mm. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to make a little difference and it comes down to personal preference. Some people can train with food in the stomach, some people can't. Yeah, and
0: I guess the the ideal way to find out is to try it for yourself. Maybe maybe on one of those days where the workout isn't as intense as some of the other days, try it fasted. You might like it. What I will say though, that this, there is a real adaptation phase for training fasted. Initially, for the first few weeks, you're actually going to feel a bit weaker and like you've got less energy. But I, I think if it's something that you're interested in, in pursuing long term, give it give it three weeks to a month mm-hmm. before you start to adapt to training on, a, on an emptier stomach.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't eat butter chicken before playing basketball. It will end poorly. What you say about butter chicken? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so far that. this this
0: episode we talked about KFC and now Indian. We're on to awesome.
2: Oh, yeah. I love butter chicken. Tell
0: us your um what happened? W- I don't actually want to know when you ate butter chicken and then played basketball.
1: It was nothing foul. I just Lots of toilet breaks. Awful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think I think that has to do with the fat in butter chicken because the one mm. thing you don't want to have before training is a lot of fat.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. That's gonna sl- you're going to feel very sluggish if yeah. you have a lot of fat before training. Every,
1: yeah, every jump shot was short. I'll, give you, I'll tell you that much for free. Yeah, you know, yeah. Butter chicken's a heavy, creamy. Is, of that,
0: of is that because you were like clinching your butt cheeks as you were <laughs> taking a jump shot? Can't, can't, can't do a jump shot with your butt cheeks. <laughs> I'll
2: tell you what, no one could guard me in the post. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh.
1: Yeah, you can't see it right now, but Hal actually has a black eye. Yeah, it's, it's gone down a bit. Mm.
2: It's been but there for um, a while. Last Sunday from basketball. Yeah, mm.
1: you know, he's six foot six. So to be at his <laughs> el- your elbow, to be at his eye height. Yeah, who it's was this This monster. guy was
2: a monster. He was a couple inches taller than me. Couldn't jump though rubbish
1: yeah. really yeah. you know what they say you can't jump poke him in the eye <laughs> <laughs> how do
0: they say that is that one of your famous athlete who quotes was, who <laughs> is that, that was <laughs> an actual meme on a jump. <laughs> J-
1: jumping is the way to death poking in the eye is the yeah, way to life oh. <laughs> let's get
2: some nice serene music playing so jerry <laughs> can repeat that yeah.
1: i'd be keen to hear though
0: we we do actually have a um, a blog up on our Instagram, Facebook page, and our and our website around training fasted, mm-hmm. um, or training on an empty stomach. It's worth a read. Yeah, definitely worth a read. Jump on there, good quick read, breaks it down nicely. But I'd be interested in hearing um, from from our listeners who who trains fasted, who trains. Mm-hmm. The, fully fueled and, and what your experience is and what you do and don't like about it. Yeah, maybe. and
1: also, you know, for, for maybe for some different sports, it might be a bit different, you know. So, you know, if you're playing golf, maybe you can do a faster. If you're playing rugby, you might want to eat something. Exactly. <laughs> I might yeah.
2: throw a poll up on the, uh, the Instagram story as well to see.
1: Yeah, throw a poll up, see yeah. how we go.
2: And then everyone else can see the results as well.
1: Yeah. Nice. Lovely. Sounds good. I guess, you know, now we end every episode like we've always done. Yeah. We- with a Miyamoto Musashi quote. Some, w- some, some wisdom from the past. We will
0: never run out of quotes from Miyamoto Musashi. Mm-hmm. Nah.
1: No. Okay. This one's a simple one. <laughs> Fixation For is simple. the way to death. Fluidity is the way to life. Be and fluid. Yeah. You know, <laughs> being, being fixated on whether to eat or don't eat before training might confuse you a little bit. But, you know, being fluid adapting traveling different things that's the way to life
2: i thought you were gonna say drink fluids instead of eating but
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that too (laughs) (laughs) hey that that is actually a good point if you're
0: one of those people that can't eat a meal have a a protein shake yeah um an hour and a half two hours before Mm. see how that feels but um good way to end i think i think that carries across everything in life be (laughs) be fluid yeah don't be set to your be water my friend that's right They say that a lot in martial arts That was Bruce be Lee Be like water Oh, there you go Yeah Bruce Lee
1: Miyamoto Musashi's descendant Well, that's his
0: grandfather, actually Yeah Yeah um, Another episode coming up in where we, We'll be pumping these out fortnightly Mm-hmm so um, if you follow us on Instagram, we'll probably put up details of the topic and, and when, when it will be coming out. But yeah, check us out, fortnightly, back in the swing of things. Welcome back, boys. Yeah, let us and, know what
1: you think about the new format. You know, we've taken out our old uh, sports picks and things, uh, yeah, you know, it. so people can listen to these episodes in the past and not worry about current sporting events. Yeah, <laughs> and just
0: to keep it nice and quick, we understand people are sort of busy again with their lives. So shorter podcasts have, have been requested and we've delivered. Excellent. All right. Until next time, Masashi. Which
2: is the way.